The 28 pages are a set of pages from the official 9-11 Commission report that were completely redacted until they were declassified in mid-2016. The pages were suspected to contain evidence that the Saudi government were involved in the attack on September 11, 2001. I'll be reading the entire 28 pages to let you hear them yourself. I've also linked the 28 pages in the description. If you found this valuable, please hit the like button, share this to spread this information around, and subscribe for more. Since parts of this document are still redacted, I'll be filling in the redacted section simply by saying the word redacted and moving on. Finding, discussion, and narrative regarding certain sensitive national security matters. 20. Finding. While in the United States, some of the September 11th hijackers were in contact with and received support or assistance from individual who may be connected to the Saudi government. There is information, primarily from FBI sources, that at least two of those individuals were alleged by some to be Saudi intelligence officers. The joint inquiries review confirmed that the intelligence community also has information, much of which has yet to be independently verified, indicating that individuals associated with the Saudi government in the United States may have other ties to al-Qaeda and other terrorist groups. The FBI and CIA have informed the joint inquiry that, since the September 11th attacks, they are treating the Saudi issue seriously, but both still have only a limited understanding of the Saudi government's ties to terrorist elements. In their testimony, neither CIA nor FBI witnesses were able to identify definitively the extent to which su such support, if it exists, is knowing or inadvertent in nature. The FBI's Washington field office created a squad devoted to redacted, only recently, and at least in part due to the joint inquiry's focus on the issue, did the FBI and CIA establish a working group to address the Saudi issue. In the view of the joint inquiry, this gap in U.S. intelligence coverage is unacceptable, given the magnitude and immediacy of the potential risk to U.S. national security. The intelligence community needs to address this area of concern as aggressively and as quickly as possible. Discussion one reason for the limited understanding is that it was only after September 11th that the U.S. government began to aggressively investigate this issue. Prior to September 11th, the FBI apparently did not focus investigative resources on redacted Saudi nationals in the United States due to Saudi Arabia's status as an American ally. A representative of the FBI redacted testify that, prior to September 11, 2001, the FBI received no reporting from any member of the intelligence community that here was a redacted presence in the United States. According to various FBI documents and at least one CIA memorandum, some of the September 11 hijackers, while in the United States, apparently had contacts with individuals who may be connected to the Saudi government. While the joint inquiry uncovered this material during the course of its review of FBI and CIA documents, it did not attempt to investigate and assess the accuracy and significance of this information independently recognizing that such a task would be beyond the scope of the joint inquiry. Instead, the joint inquiry referred a detailed compilation of information uncovered by the inquiry in documents and interviews to the FBI and CIA for further investigation by the intelligence community and, if appropriate, law enforcement agencies. A brief summary of the available report regarding some of these individuals is illustrative for purposes of this report. Omar al-Bayoumi the FBI had received numerous reports from individuals in the Muslim community dating back to 1999 alleging that al-Bayoumi may be a Saudi intelligence officer. FBI files suggest that al-Bayoumi provided substantial assistance to hijackers Khalid al-Midhiar and Nawaf al-Hazmi after they arrived in San Diego in February 2000. 
Al-Bayoumi met the hijackers at a public place shortly after his meeting with an individual at the Saudi consulate, and there are indications in the files that his encounter with the hijackers may not have been accidental. During this same time frame, Al-Bayoumi had extensive contact with Saudi government establishments in the United States and received financial support from a Saudi company affiliated with the Saudi Ministry of Defense. According to FBI files, Redacted, at the company, said that Al-Bayoumi received a monthly salary even though he had only been there on only one occasion. This support increased substantially in April 2000, two months after the hijackers arrived in San Diego, decreased slightly in December 2000, and stayed at that same level until August 2001. That company reportedly had ties to Osama bin Laden and Al-Qaeda. In addition, the FBI determined that Al-Bayoumi was in contact with several individuals under FBI investigation and with the Holy Land Foundation, which has been under investigation as a fundraising front for Hamas. Osama Basnan Basnan may have been in contact with Al-Midhar and Al-Hazmi during their time in San Diego. Basnan was a close associate of Al-Bayoumi and Omar Bakarbashat, another one of the hijackers' close associates. He also lived across the street from the hijackers and made a comment to an FBI asset that he did more than Al-Bayoumi did for the hijackers. According to an FBI document, Basnan told another individual that he met Al-Hazmi through Al-Bayoumi and later that he met two of the hijackers through Al-Bayoumi. He also told the asset that Al-Bayoumi was arrested because he knew Al-Hazmi and Al-Midhar very well. The document goes on to state that Basnan and Al-Bayoumi have been close to each other for a long time. Basnan has many ties to the Saudi government, including past employment by the Saudi Arabian Education Mission, referring to in FBI documents as redacted. The FBI also received reports from individuals in the Muslim community alleging that Basnan might be a Saudi intelligence officer. According to a CIA memo, Basnan reportedly received funding and possibly a fake passport from Saudi government officials. He and his wife have received financial support from the Saudi ambassador to the United States and his wife. A CIA report also indicates that Basnan traveled to Houston in 2002 and met with an individual who was redacted. The report states that during this, that trip, a member of the Saudi royal family provided Basnan with a significant amount of cash. FBI information indicates that Basnan is an extremist and supporter of Osama bin Laden and has been connected to the Eritrean Islamic Jihad and the blind Sheikh, Sheikh al-Thumari. According to FBI documents and CIA memorandum, Al-Hazmi and Al-Midhar may have been in contact with Sheikh Al-Thumari, an accredited diplomat at the Saudi consulate in Los Angeles and one of their imams at the King Fahad Mosque in Culver County, California. Also according to FBI documents, the mosque was built in 1998 from funding provided by Saudi Arabia's Crown Prince Abdulaziz. The mosque is reportedly attended by members of the Saudi consulate in Los Angeles and is widely recognized for its anti-Western views. Saleh al-Husayn In September of 2001, Saleh al-Husayn, reportedly a Saudi interior ministry official, stayed at the same hotel in Herndon, Virginia, where al-Hazmi was staying. While al-Husayn claimed after September 11th not to know the hijackers, FBI agents believed he was being deceptive. He was able to depart the United States despite FBI efforts to locate and re-interview him. Abdullah bin Laden Abdullah bin Laden claims to work for the Saudi Embassy in Washington, D.C. as an administrative officer. He is identified by the FBI as Osama bin Laden's half-brother. 
He's a close friend of Muhammad Qadir Harunani, a possible associate of Muhammad Atta and Marwan al-Shehi prior to September 11, 2001. The joint inquiry also found other indications that individuals connected to the Saudi government have ties to terrorist networks, including the CIA and FBI have identified the Ibn Tamiya Mosque in Culver County as a site of extremist-related activity. Several subjects of FBI investigations prior to September 11th had close connections to the mosque and are believed to have laundered money through this mosque to non-profit organizations overseas affiliated with Osama bin Laden. In an interview, an FBI agent said he believed that Saudi government money was being laundered through the mosque. Another Saudi national with close ties to the Saudi royal family, redacted, is the subject of FBI counterterrorism investigations and reportedly was checking security at the United States' southwest border in 1999 and discussing the possibility of infiltrating individuals into the United States. According to FBI documents, several of the phone numbers found in the phone book of Abu Zabaida, a senior al-Qaeda operative captured in Pakistan in March 2002, could be linked, at least indirectly, to telephone numbers in the United States. One of those U.S. numbers is subscribed to by the ASPCOL Corporation, which is located in Aspen, Colorado, and manages the affairs of the Colorado residents of the Saudi Ambassador Bandar. The FBI noted that ASPCOL has an unlisted telephone number. A November 18, 2002 FBI response to the joint inquiry states that CIA traces have revealed no direct links between numbers found in Zubaida's phone book and numbers in the United States. According to an FBI document, the telephone number of a bodyguard at the Saudi Embassy in Washington, D.C., who some have alleged may be a redacted, was also found in Abu Zubaydah's possessions. And according to an FBI agent in Phoenix, the FBI suspects Mohammed al-Qudhayin of being redacted. Al-Qudhayin was involved in a 1999 incident among an American West flight, which the FBI's Phoenix office now suspects may have been a dry run to test airline security. During the flight, Al-Qudhayin and his associate asked the flight attendants a variety of suspicious questions. Al-Qudhayin then attempted to enter the cockpit on two occasions. Al-Qudhayin and his associate were flying to Washington, D.C. to attend a party at the Saudi embassy. During the course of its investigations, the FBI has discovered that both Al-Qudhayin and the other individual involved in this incident had connections to terrorism. Finally, the committees are particularly concerned about the serious nature of allegations contained in a CIA memorandum found by the Joint Inquiry staff in the files of the FBI's San Diego field office. That memorandum, which discusses alleged financial connections between the September 11th hijackers, Saudi government officials, and members of the Saudi royal family, was drafted by a CIA officer, redacted, relying primarily on information from FBI files. The CIA officer sent it to the CTC to determine whether, whether CIA had additional information. He also provided a copy to the FBI agent responsible for the investigation of one of the individuals discussed in the memorandum. Despite the clear national implications of the CIA memorandum, the FBI agent included the memorandum in an individual case file and did not forward it to FBI headquarters. FBI headquarters was the, therefore was unaware of statements in the memorandum until the joint inquiry brought the memorandum's implications to the Bureau's attention. Redacted. Possible Saudi government connection to terrorists and terrorist groups. While in the United States, some of the September 11th hijackers were in contact with and received support or assistance from individuals who may be connected to the Saudi government. 
There is information from FBI sources that at least two of those individuals were alleged to be Saudi intelligence officers. The Joint Inquiries Review confirmed that the intelligence community also has information, much of which remains speculative and yet to be independently verified, indicating that Saudi government officials in the United States may have other ties to Al-Qaeda and other terrorist groups. The committees are particularly concerned about the serious nature of allegations contained in a CIA memorandum found within the files of the FBI's San Diego field office. That memorandum, which discusses alleged financial connections between the September 11th hijackers, Saudi government officials, and members on the Saudi royal family, was drafted by a CIA officer, redacted, relying primarily on information from FBI files. In their testimony before the joint inquiry, Neither the CIA nor the FBI was able to definitively identify for these committees the extent of Saudi's support for terrorist activity globally or within the United States, and the extent to which such support, if it exists, is intentional or innocent in nature. Both the FBI and CIA have indicated to the committees that they are now aggressively pursuing Saudi-related terrorism issues. Prior to September 11th, the FBI apparently did not focus investigative redacted Saudi nationals in the, US, in the United States due to Saudi Arabia status as an American ally. Redacted. A representative of the FBI's Redacted testified in close hearings that, prior to September 11th, the FBI received no reporting from any member of the, United, of the intelligence community that there is a Redacted presence in the United States. It should be clear that this joint inquiry has made no final determinations as to the reliability or sufficiency of the information regarding these issues that we found contained in FBI and CIA documents. It was not the task of this joint inquiry to conduct the kind of extensive investigation that would be required to determine the true significance of any such alleged connections to the Saudi government. On the one hand, it is possible that these kinds of connections could suggest, as indicated in a redacted, dated July 2, 2002, incontrovertible evidence that there is support for these terrorists within the Saudi government. On the other hand, it is also possible that further investigation of these allegations could reveal legitimate and innocent explanations for these associations. Given the serious national security implications of this information, however, the leader of the joint inquiry is referring the staff's compilation of relevant information to both the FBI and the CIA for investigative review and appropriate investigative and intelligence action. Possible Connections Between These September 11th Hijackers and Saudi Government Officials in the United States In reviewing FBI documents in the CIA memorandum, the Joint Inquiry has examined information suggesting that one individual who provided assistance to Nawaf al-Hazmi and Khalid al-Mihar may be connected to the Saudi government. A second individual who may have been in contact with al-Hazmi and al-Mihar also has ties to the Saudi government, including connections to the Saudi ambassador to the United States. There is reporting in FBI files that persons have alleged that both of these individuals may be Saudi intelligence officers. The September 11th hijackers may have been in contact with other Saudi government officials in the United States prior to the September 11th attacks, and Saudi government officials in the United States may have had ties to Osama bin Laden's terrorist network. Omar al-Bayoumi and Osama Basnan Two individuals known to the FBI prior to September 11th, 2001, Omar al-Bayoumi and Osama Basnan may have provided assistance or support to al-Hazmi and al-Midhar while the two hijackers-to-be were li living in San Diego. While the documentary evidence that al-Bayoumi provided assistance to al-Hazmi and al-Midhar is solid, the files contain only limited evidence that Osama Basnan has contacts with the two individuals.
When Al Hasmi and Al Midhar moved to San Diego, Al Bayumi provided them with considerable assistance. Before the hijackers moved in with the longtime FBI informant, then they stayed at Al Bayumi's apartment for several days until Al Bayumi was able to find them an apartment. Al Bayumi then co-signed their lease and may have paid their first month's rent and security deposit. The FBI notes in its November 18, 2002 response that financial records indicate a cash deposit of the same amount as the cashier's check into Al Bayoumi's bank account on the same day, which suggests that the hijackers reimbursed him. FBI November 18, response 3. However, another FBI document dated October 14, 2002 appears to reach a slightly different conclusion. This document states that a review of Khalid Al-Midhar and Nawaf Al-Hazmi's bank records indicate that there is no bank documentation that supports the reimbursement of the rent money or monies to Omar Al-Bayoumi from Al-Hazmi or Al-Midhar. After Al-Hazmi and Al-Midhar moved into their own apartment, Al-Bayoumi threw a party to welcome them to the San Diego community. He also tasked Modhar Abdullah, another individual from the Islamic Center of San Diego, ICSD, to help them get acclimated to the United States. Abdullah served as their translator, helping them get driver's licenses and assisted them in locating flight schools. Redacted. During the post-September 11th investigation, the FBI discovered that al-Bayoumi had far more extensive ties to the Saudi government than previously realized. In fact, according to an October 14, 2002 FBI document, al-Bayoumi has extensive ties to the Saudi government. The connections identified by the FBI are... Al-Bayoumi had been an accountant at the Saudi Civil Aviation Administration from 1976 to 1993, where he, when he relocated to the United States. According to the FBI, Al-Bayoumi was in frequent contact with the Emir at the Saudi Ministry of Defense, responsible for air traffic control. The FBI had also located records indicating that Al-Bayoumi received $20,000 from the Saudi Ministry of Finance at one point. When Al-Bayoumi applied to schools in the United States in 1998, he had a letter from the Saudi Embassy which stated that he was getting a full scholarship from the government of Saudi Arabia. And while in San Diego, Al-Bayoumi received money from the Saudi Ministry of Defense through a Saudi company called Urkan, redacted, of that company, informed the FBI after September 11, 2001 that, although Al-Bayoumi only showed up to the company on one occasion, he received a monthly salary and allowances. Redacted stated that, at first, he attempted to re refuse to pay Al-Bayoumi a monthly salary, but he was told that his company would lose their contract if the they did not pay him. Redacted informed the FBI that at the time, he attributed this to Saudi corruption. Al-Bayoumi also had frequent contact with Saudi establishments in the United States. In a review of telephone rec toll records, the FBI learned that Al-Bayoumi called Saudi government establishments in the United States almost a hundred times between January and May of 2000. According to the FBI, Al-Bayoumi was in contact with at least three individuals at the Saudi Embassy in Washington, D.C., two individuals at the Saudi Arabian Cultural Mission in Washington, D.C., and three individuals at the Saudi Consulate in Los Angeles. In a search for Bayoumi's redacted, they also discovered that he had the phone number for an individual at the Saudi Consulate in London. Two former San Diego agents addressed the issue of whether Al-Bayoumi was an intelligence officer at the October 9, 2002 closed hearing. The former case agent who handled Muppet testified, Al-Bayoumi acted like a Saudi intelligence officer, in my opinion. And if he was involved with the hijackers, which it looks like he was, if he signed leases, if he provided some sort of financing or payment of some sort, then I would say that there is a clear possibility that there might be a connection between Saudi intelligence and UBL. 
A former assistant special agent in charge in San Diego testified that the FBI received numerous, I would say half a dozen, reports from individuals who believe that al-Bayoumi was a Saudi intelligence officer. The FBI's November 18th response is inconsistent as to whether the FBI currently is designating al-Bayoumi as a suspected Saudi intelligence officer. In its response, the FBI notes that al-Bayoumi redacted until after September 11th, but the response also states that there is no evidence to conclude that al-Bayoumi is a Saudi intelligence officer. The FBI had received reporting from a reliable source well prior to September 11, 2001, indicating that al-Bayoumi might be a Saudi intelligence officer. Al-Bayoumi was known to have access to large amounts of money from Saudi Arabia, despite the fact that he did not appear to hold a job. On one occasion prior to September 11th, the FBI received information that al-Bayoumi had received $400,000 from Saudi Arabia to help fund a new mosque in San Diego. The FBI conducted a counter-terrorism investigation on al-Bayoumi in 1998 and 1999, but closed the investigation at that point. Since September 11, 2001, FBI investigation revealed that al-Bayoumi has some ties to terrorist elements. Pascal J. De Amuro, the executive director for counterterrorism and counterintelligence, testified in the October 9, 2002 hearing that, We've been talking with the redacted government about collection on an individual named Redacted, who has ties to al-Qaeda, who has ties to Bayoumi. In addition, the FBI reported the results of their search of al-Bayoumi's Redacted, that after an exhaustive translation of al-Bayoumi's documents, it is clear that in Bayoumi's correspondence he is providing guidance to young Muslims and some of his writings can be interpreted as jihadist. According to information acquired by the FBI after September 11, 2001, al-Bayoumi also noted on one of his school applications that he worked for a company called Dalla Avco. According to the FBI, Erkan is a San Diego subcontractor of Dalla Avco. According to a separate redacted document, Dalla and Avco are under the same umbrella company, Avco Dalla Trans Arab, which is a subsidiary of Al Barakat Investment and Development Company. Avco Dalla reportedly holds the contracts for cleaning and maintenance at the three major airports in Saudi Arabia. The, the redacted document states that redacted, the company is linked to Osama bin Laden. FBI headquarters was informed of the affiliation between Dalla Avco and Al Barakat in February 2001 but the San Diego field office apparently never got this information. According to FBI documents, al-Bayoumi's pay increased during the time that al-Hazmi and al-Mithar were in the United States. According to a recent analysis of ties between the terrorist attacks and elements of the Saudi government, before al-Hazmi and al-Mithar arrived in the U.S., al-Bayoumi generally received approximately $465 per month in allowances. According to the redacted document, in March 2000, a month after Al-Hazmi and Al-Midhar arrived in San Diego, his allowances jumped to over $3,700 a month and stayed constant until December 2000, when Al-Hazmi left San Diego. Al-Bayoumi's allowances were then decreased to approximately $3,200 a month and stayed at that rate until Al-Bayoumi left the United States in August 2001, approximately one month before the, before the September 11th attacks. The memorandum, dated July 2, 2002, incorrectly noted that Al-Bayoumi's wife, while living in San Diego, was receiving $1,200 a month from Princess Haifa bin Sultan, the wife of Prince Bandar, the Saudi ambassador to the United States. The FBI has now confirmed that only Osama Basnan's wife received money directly from Prince Bandar's wife, but that Al-Bayoumi's wife attempted to deposit three of the checks from Prince Bandar's wife, which were payable to Basnan's wife, into her own accounts. 
The joint inquiry also found an FBI files information suggesting that Osama Basnan may have also been in contact with Al-Midhar and Al-Hazmi, including Basnan was a very close associate to Omar al-Bayoumi's and was in telephone contact with al-Bayoumi several times a day while they were both in San Diego. Basnan also has close ties to a number of other individuals connected to the hijackers, including Omar Bakarbashat, discussed below, who was referred to in FBI documents as Basnan's brother-in-law. According to an October 16, 2001 FBI document, Basnan informed an asset that he had met Nawaf al-Hazmi through Omar al-Bayoumi. According to the FBI document, he also told the asset that al-Bayoumi was arrested because he knew al-Hazmi and al-Midhar very well. The document goes on to state that Basnan and al-Bayoumi have been close to each other for a long time. Basnan lived in the apartment complex in San Diego across the streets from al-Hazmi and al-Midhar. Basnan made a comment to an FBI source after the September 11th attacks suggesting that he did more for the hijackers than al-Bayoumi did. The FBI is aware of contact between the hijackers and a close friend of Basnan's, Khaled al-Qaed, a commercial airline pilot and certified flight instructor living in San Diego. Al-Qaeda admitted to the FBI that in May 2000, Al-Midhar and Al-Hazmi contacted him about learning to fly Boeing jet aircraft. FBI documents state speculated that Osama Basnan redacted. The FBI's November 18, 2002 response contends that this was an early investigative theory based on asset reporting, which the FBI has not been able to corroborate. However, there is also additional information tying Basnan to Redacted. In 1992, while he was living in Washington, D.C., Basnan listed his employment as the Saudi Arabian Education Mission. FBI documents state that Redacted. So that'll be it for part one. Part two is linked in the description. Again, if you found this valuable, please like, share, and subscribe for more. I like to keep these videos under half an hour because certain platforms will limit myself to just half hour long videos. Uh, thank you for watching. Click part two in the description.